Hello, this is Dr. Nancy O'Reilly, and you're listening to Conversations with Smart, Amazing Women. Each week, we bring you an inspiring woman who is a leader in her field. These amazing women are role models for creating positive relationships, building successful careers, or helping you discover your own leadership talents and to follow your passion and your purpose. I love helping these women share their story. That's why I've continued to interview these amazing leading women for almost a decade. I chose 19 of the very best experts from these conversations to co-author my book, Leading Women, 20 Influential Women Share Their Secrets to Leadership, Business, and Life, which is available at Barnes & Noble, Amazon, and the business section of your area bookstores. Now, if you haven't bought yours, or if you know of a woman who wants to pursue her passion, this book is for her, or for you. This week, I'm pleased to introduce you to another amazing woman, Holly Dowling. Now, Holly is a dynamic global keynote speaker and inspirational thought leader. I love that. Who is passionate about living life with a passion. Formerly the vice president of an international brokerage firm, Holly has blended her management and leadership experience with her passion for inspiring others to discover their untapped potential and brilliance. Her client list is long and prestigious, includes Facebook, IBM, Disney, Wells Fargo, and many, many more. She is also a member of the Empowering a Billion Women in 2020 movement, where she works with the UN Foundation to promote innovation, entrepreneurship, and women worldwide. Holly was honored with her two 2016 Phoebe Awards for Women in Business and the 2016 American Riviera Woman Entrepreneur of the Year Award. Congratulations. That's wonderful. She is also the author of Hollyisms, Let Your Light Shine, a collection of 50 inspirational items for you to wake up each morning. And she also hosts a weekly podcast, Celebrate You. I'm pleased to welcome Holly to Conversations with Smart, Amazing Women. I can't wait to be inspired with your Hollyisms. Welcome. Well, Holly, now this, like I said, I, I really like to get the recording started quickly because I find that when we start chatting, and, and, and I think this is what women need to do more and more. We just need to chat, and we need to tell our stories, and, and that's usually how I begin in, in any of these conversations anyways, the story, but you were starting to tell your personal story, so let's just start there. Let's talk about you. It's not. This is not about me. This is about you today. I know you do so much for other people, and I've been reading all your information. I've been looking at all your podcasts and your keynotes. You're, you're one busy, inspirational girl, and I, I can't wait to get into your Hollyisms. By the way, <laughs> I, 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 I love that you said something that. like that. I gotta have some. I gotta have some Nancyisms or something. But anyway, the Hollyisms I love are wonderful. But okay, so how did you get to be you? I mean, you've got you live in Scottsdale. You're you're living the Vita Loca, and you're you were, you're from Kansas City, but. How did you get to be you? You were talking about being a cruise director. How exciting. Oh, you know what? I love that you just said that because I am sitting here smiling. Like, if you could see me, maybe I'm just ready to die laughing because, for one, you know what? Thank you. I, I love to be a messenger of doing all that goodness in the world, and I don't really share my story much. So this is fascinating that you're like, how did you get to be you? And yeah. we could focus on I, – I have a mantra for myself, and I have to say this to you because – 
as we've gotten to know each other, you know, most people don't know the dark times of Holly. And that's, a, that's been a big, I've come to realize, it took me until I was almost 40, Nancy, to realize that those really dark times were what made me incredibly rich in character and who I am today. But I, I was starting to tell you, because the, I like to focus on the uh, woe is me, not woe is me, but wow is me. That's yeah. like my thing in life. And I was just telling you, we were laughing because, you know, I'm from Kansas. Well, pretty much, you know, we moved there when I was like in fifth grade. Yeah. But I was the little girl sitting in Pennsylvania in third grade watching, remember the old Friday nights? It was Love Boat and Fantasy Island. And then if I yeah. was lucky enough to sneak sure. in the Night Stalker. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I yeah. remember them well. Yeah. So, like, take that. Go long. I, that's what embedded my uh, little passion. I wanted to be Julie on the cruise ship. And I never said that to anybody. It was always my, you know, those little dreams we have. And it's that with me forever. And then I got to college and I was going into political science thinking I was going to be an attorney and go to law school. And I did the old, this is another long story that I called my dad and said, I hate college. I'm not going to be an attorney. And I want to travel the world. And literally I heard from a Persian silence on my dead body where you quit college, finish, find a way to finish it. And then you can travel the world. So Nance, I literally was sitting at K-State and I found a way to become a cruise director, and nobody – I had to go through the backs of magazines. and I mean, that's a hilarious story of finding all, going through the ads in the back of the magazine, creating hot pink resume and cover letter. I finally send them all out, and um, where I ended up was um, in May of my junior year in college, getting to create myself an internship on a cruise ship. And the point wow. of the story is I literally get off a plane. I'm standing in Papiete, Tahiti, right? halfway across the world, and everybody just stared at me. They looked at me like I was like a freak from afar. And I remember asking the guy that had hired me, who I was meeting, I'm like, why is everybody staring at me? And he goes, because they all expected you to look like Dorothy from The Wizard of Oz with really <laughs> That's again where people get their expectations a little bit too high, or what's somewhere off the off the chart. So, so how, how did you handle that? Well, I mean, I've always had a little bit of sass, well, actually quite a bit of sass, and I just remember looking at him and looking at them and saying, "I did that thing with your hands up and down." And I said, "I am nothing like Dorothy, and you will never see those red slippers." <laughs> <laughs> just talking to you, I think you would make a fantastic cruise director. I would. I can see you going around and making sure everybody's having a great time and, and, and just really inspiring people. But, okay, so you were the cruise director, and, and, and again, you were very tenacious. You realized that you, you could find a way to, to get your message out there and to get people to really be interested in you. And where did those talents come from? Where did you learn all those things? Oh, gosh, that's a, such a great question. Because I wish I could have such an easy answer that people could go, oh, that's the formula, right? And I, I just kind of have to say I, it's been, I've been a work in progress my whole life. I have always had – tenacious is a great word. I actually use that word, Nancy, from, and when people – I'm always like tenacious, fortuitous, and perseverance are my three flag words because, okay. you know, in, yeah, because in the midst of even becoming a cruise director, I learned my, another mantra for myself, tell me no and watch me go. I mean, people, and I don't mean this to say, you know, judgmental against the people in our life, but people no, by, no. right, with not bad intention, they just don't find a way to really encourage you to go after your dreams. So I always yeah. had to find it within myself to go, yeah. 
heck with everybody. I'm going to do this, and I'm going to be yeah. determined to figure it out. So it's kind of been how I have continued. I mean, there's so many stories, Nancy. If we had a whole day together, you would probably be on your back or on the floor laughing because you'd be like, you did what? <laughs> well, 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 when I go, when I come to Scottsdale, you're going to tell me all your stories. That's the good news. Oh, yeah, we will but, have too know, much but fun. It is, it is amazing, though, the number of people, and I'm the I'm the same way. You know that the people that say, "Well, I'm going to do so and so," you know, I mean, and and it's like, no, you can't do that. And it's it really is discouraging the number of people that have told me no. But I'm like you. If somebody says no to me, I go, "That must mean that means yes." And I think that's the thing that more and more women need to learn to, to understand is that when we come to terms with the word no and say no means a yes for me, then doors start to open. You know, no fear, and, and it sounds to me that you've uh, surpassed many of those things. No fear. Yeah, and I love the way you just said that I think there's so much power in no, and people have, I mean, and especially women, and I have to say the passion I have around working with women globally, you know, over these, it's just kind of organically evolved, and it's been a passion in my heart for years, Nancy, that it's just kind of become far more of the path in the lane in the last three or four years. But what I have found to be unanimous, no matter what culture, and I'm sure you agree with this, no matter where you are in the world, women by nature, we are looking for someone outside of us to give us permission to actually be who we are and believe in ourselves and go after our dreams. And I'm like, you don't need permission from anybody. No. No. Right? Well, but, but I think part of it, Holly, is the fact that women really don't like to be uncomfortable and they don't to be they don't want to be disliked. You know, my yeah. grandmother used to use a little term with me, and I and I used to chuckle about this. But she'd say, uh, you know, I, I'd go into my my grandmother was my mentor. I was named after her. Mom mm-hmm. and Nancy was my grandmother, and I was named after her. But I would go to her, and I would be upset about something, and something had happened to me. And she says, Well, she says, Oh, Nancy, you must have shown your petticoat, which. <laughs> But she was laughing about it because she was definitely a a little four-foot-five woman who didn't take no for an answer. I mean, this was... This little woman would go into a room and command the room when she walked in. But but using that term, you must have shown your petticoat, Nancy. And I would just... But, you know, I mean, but but I was lucky, and I don't know about you, it sounds like you had good role models, but I was lucky to have three women in my life that pretty much told me to go for it. You know, one was kind. She was my grandmother, uh, my, my father's mother. And then there was my mother's mother, Nancy, who, who basically said, just go for it, just go for it. And then my mother, who, who was a, a realtor and a million-dollar realtor that just I learned the, ga- the gift of gab from. She was always on the telephone, so I was mo- she was modeling, you know, phone conversations constantly. But I don't know about you. Were you lucky to have someone like that also in your life? Yeah, you know, I would have to say, to be really honest and transparent, I don't know that I had, I could sit here and tell you I had three amazing people like that. But when I look back at, again, not with bad intention, I had, a, you know, parents, my father worked, my mother stayed at home, right? It was very much um, the typical all-American, right, like learning to live, you know, raising four kids on a very little bit of money. Yeah. Um, so we kind of started to have to work at a young age to make our spending money, which I'm so grateful for. But when I think about what you just said, my mom actually, without even realizing it, I mean, she was always the mother that was the stay-at-home mom, and it was survivor mode. How can I make ends meet and not make us feel the pressure of that? But I'm having a moment that I think my mother may not even realize this, Nancy, 
that I'm going to share this with you, and I'm going to call her because what I saw my mother do while we were being growing up was that she worked on finishing her education while we were all students, and I watched her get her master's sitting at the dining room table while we were all doing our high school homework. And, you know, then I watched her go get her PhD that took forever because she has severe dyslexia. And she was told on numerous occasions, just give up. You're never going to do this. So I think, you know, without actually saying anything, I witnessed somebody never giving up. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I think that's a perfect example of, I mean, she may not even realize what she was doing, but, you know, I kind of did the same thing with my kids. I got married in college, and, and uh, I have a degree for every child. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, I love that. Tell me That's more. That's my joke. That's my joke. I said, you're my, you're my, you're my undergraduate degree in psychology. You're, you're my social, uh, sociology degree. You're my master's, and you're my doctorate. You know, so it's, it's almost kind of like I point at each one, and they laugh, because I don't, I don't remember having a school book that didn't have some drawings in it because, my, you know, I'd be sitting at the table. They would be sitting there, too, which I think, uh, you know, was, again, the example because they were – and then I used them as, and when I was working on my uh, master's and, and the, even in my doctoral program. I used them for some of my <laughs> testing. And <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just love it. They became, they became very handy. You know, I, I used them quite a bit, and they – I mean, they should know all the all the IQ tests of every everyone out there because I gave them all to them, and then I gave them a lot of other <laughs> psychological tests. I mean, you know, they're, they're, none of them are. I mean, they're all pretty pretty basically normal, but you know, I did I did do a lot of <laughs> work on them. <laughs> they're the kids that were raised taking Myers Briggs and Insight, right? No, and every possible. <laughs> no, I hadn't gotten into Myers Briggs yet, but yes, they were they were definitely. <laughs> Uh, they, they were very test savvy. They were very <laughs> test savvy. <laughs> I'm having the best visual right now because you know I was single with two. I was single with two boys for quite a while, and I think about like the difference in how we even when so many women right that are out there, you know, been through a divorce or two, right? Like they know, they are juggling wearing all those hats, Nancy, like we've been yeah, and done, yeah. and you almost feel like, I don't know what, how you, what you see out there, but I feel like that's the other piece of permission is knowing you're not alone. You're not the only one out there. Right. That is, um, and we give hope. We give them encouragement when it's like, hey, I've been there. I know what it's like to juggle it all. And, hey, everybody came out okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, I had a reception here last night for Girls, Inc., which is a fantastic organization, Growing Girls. I mean, this is, this is the key to mm. the world. Uh, my, my foundation is called Women Connect for Good, which is women Let's go figure this one. Women actually supporting other women. You know, oh, go figure. Oh, can I do? You know. <laughs> <laughs> something, something phenomenal. Women actually supporting each other. And I, and I think that is the key for, for change in, in our world, period, as far as women's empowerment, women's leadership, is that we actually support one another. We don't put our sisters down. It's a sisterhood. It's a community. But last night talking was just to these, you know, to these people. I mean, it's, I love it when, when, when women hear women supporting other women. They go, oh, oh, I like that idea, you know, but now go do it. Go do it. Go support yeah. them. Go actually support them in, in a leadership role. Go support them in their job. Go support them in, in what, their, what their dreams and their passion are. And I think, isn't that what, what you find when you go out and do your keynotes more than anything? Is people want to hear 
something positive in the world that they can do and, and probably are feeling the same way. If, if I mean, I can see the faces of the people that supported me in my life right now. I can see their faces. I can, I can hear their words of encouragement. And, uh, you know, but I also can see the faces of the people who discouraged me and, again, said no. Oh, no, you'll never, you'll never amount to much of that. You can't possibly do that, you know. So, so I mean, I think that's when we go into the world. You're an inspirational thought leader, which I love the inspirational thought leader, with Hollyisms, of course, which I think is fantastic. But to go out and truly inspire people is to truly touch them in a place that they, they want to have touched, you know. It's, it's really about touching them, but... You know, what do you what do you think really inspires women right now? What's inspiring them? Because I was I was in Washington D.C. two weeks ago at the National Press Club speaking, and I was there talking to people from the, after the march. But what do you think right now is inspiring women? Because we have an opportunity right now. I think this is a this is a crucial time in the history of women once again. But I think it's important that we're here. Totally. And I'm just listening to you, and I just have to say, I think. First of all, can I just say kudos to you, my dear, because the work you're doing globally, and it's just so fun to hear you and see you being just this down-to-earth, amazing human being that's saying, this is who I am, and this is why I'm passionate. And, like, the work you're doing globally, it's just, it's just unbelievable. And I love that it's such a place of service. And so I have to, sh- to answer your question. I think what I'm seeing truly happening everywhere around the world and totally true women need to hear other women and connect and know again i'm going to keep going back to this you're not alone you're not the only one out there dealing with this and giving them permission like over and over nance the work i've started doing with women in the professional arena like women in leadership i'm brought in to help work with empower right went from a keynote to creating ongoing programs for women but what what was the success of it was and the reason these were so successful wasn't necessarily because of the and i'm doing my cans and quotes right now if you could see me my little fingers right because i get really excited about this it's not the professional darn development there's all this money and time being spent on this and yet what they're walking away with is this is the first time and i get emotional too the first time in my professional career that somebody's letting me focus on who i am as a person rekindling the power and the light within you and saying i can make a difference in this world and the other piece is i really help people and i think this is the other one is to stop shitting on yourself and i said s-h-o-u-l-d now because we do so much we shouldn't we think that we have to do all these things for everybody else before we can actually take care of ourselves, and it's actually the complete polar opposite. When you start taking care of yourself, everyone else wins, and yeah. women need to hear other women doing that. Can you just tell I'm on a rampage right now? You asked no, no, me a no, question. No. You, you, you and I are, are we're, we're singing in the choir together. No, absolutely. This, is, this to me is number one. And, and I'm going to throw something in because I, want, I would love for you to think about this one also. Is, this is a crucial time, but this is an exciting time that women now can actually lead as women. Leading with the feminine, leading as women is crucial. We have now the opportunity. There are so many women out in corporate America. There's so many women, period, out there that believe they have to lead with the masculine to be, to be effective, which is a bunch of crap. Because women, we have the talent. We have the power, too. The power to, which is we've got amazing relationship building skills, 
we have great communication skills, we, we see the big picture, but yet we're able to see details. And who's a better problem solver than a woman? And who can multitask yep. while she's doing it? And she can look good doing it. She can wear stilettos. She can wear a beautiful dress. She can wear jewelry. She can do her hair. She doesn't have to look like, you know, I remember when in, I, I was a director of a large healthcare system of the EAP, and I wore suits with my, uh, basically you, did, you saw my ankles, you saw my padded <laughs> shoulders of my suit, yes. and I wore a freaking tie, you know? Nance, <laughs> oh, I can't picture that right now. <laughs> I mean, well, but this is, this, I wore, it was a large health care system. It was, a, it was a Catholic health, it was Mercy, you know Mercy, the system, the Sisters of Mercy. But, but you know, we were, if we showed skin, and of course then we were expected to dress, dress professionally, but I swear I wore suits with padded shoulders and ties. And uh, you know this was this is what we did back then. We we did not lead as women. We didn't act as women. We we came and and then so many women have come across very very brushed because it's not who we are. You said it. You said it so succinctly and so correctly. Women are not coming out as themselves. They're coming out as byproducts of what they believe will get acceptance. Believe that will get a like a high likability score. You know, I can't mm-hmm. believe during, I'm going to just say this real quick and I'm going to jump off it, but Hillary, they, they were talking about this, Hillary Clinton, I was reading this and I was just going, oh my God, her likability score was very, very low. And I thought, you know what, you know, this likability stuff for women is, you know, we need to come out as ourselves. Sure. I'm, I want people to, I'd love for people to accept me and like me, but that's not my necessarily my goal. That's not my goal in life is for you to like me. My goal is basically to create an opportunity for us to, to learn from each other and to make this a better world. I mean, I, I'm, I'm pretty 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 darn darn straight about that. But, you know, the women that walk around go, oh, I don't want to do that. That might, that might upset, the, upset someone. You know, that might be, you know, or, or there's the woman that comes out and she goes, oh, by God, I'm going to do this right now. You know, so it's, it's, it's an interesting time, but but I'm really excited. What do you think about the feminine part? What do you think about that? Oh, I absolutely love it. And I think we're in the ripest time ever, and I'm so with you. I, I'm going back and remembering some times when, you know, it's an every, like I told you, my life's been a work in progress, but I was going and thinking, reflecting back on a time when I was the vice president of an international brokerage firm that, you know, I had been consulting and then got, that's another whole story, Nance, I'll share with you when we're together for horses. Um, but I was thinking about how I was dressing then and how easily we fall into that trap of it's not just the likability. And I, have, I heard this once, and it's, kept, it's really helped me have a new focus, and that is we spend so much time worrying, especially women, worrying about our reputation. And yeah. yet what hit me was I read this once, and it stuck with me. Focus, stop worrying about your reputation. Focus on your character, and your yeah. reputation will follow. Yeah. Yeah. And I even share that with young kids because I'm very passionate about speaking and empowering young, the youth. But, you know, I was just thinking about, as I was listening to you, how many women I have interviewed and been around that have consistently over the years, I mean, gone to the point, one dear friend of mine who's incredibly successful in the world's eyes, at one point she cut all her hair off to make it into like a short right over the ears because yeah. she was in the financial investment business and yeah. put on a really dark suit, right, like you put on a tie and thought that's what it was going to take. And yet, what we're realizing is by shrinking ourselves and dimming our light, nobody's winning. 
Okay, okay. so I have a challenge for you, Nance, and you're going to – I bet you've probably already done this, but for anybody that that you're working with or that's listening, I always tell people, take a pause and start paying close attention to the people in your life that you truly respect. Think about in the past, present, anybody – who you've had a high level of respect for. If you start writing down adjectives and thinking about who they are and how they show up, I'm going to almost guarantee you, I'm going to give you a 99% Holly guarantee, not 100, but that what you will find is that each and every one of those people are so comfortable in their skin, women or men, and they have found that by being true to themselves and living from that place, they're getting more respect, right? Oh, yeah. It's just so refreshing. Well, at this point in my life, I really have nothing to lose. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, what you see is what you get, and I and I tell people that, and I, and sometimes that's very difficult for people. But but again, you're right. The people that show up in my life, I mean, we 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 attract like-minded people. I mean, let's face it. If you're yes. if you're comfortable with yourself, you're going to be you're going to surround yourself with like-minded people that you're comfortable with. But yeah, I absolutely agree. If, if people really stopped and thought about the people in their life and where they're spending the quality of their time with, that a lot of us would go, wait a minute, this is not giving me value. It's not adding to my life. It's taking from my life. I think the other thing is when you find things are energizing you and making you feel good about yourself and what you're doing, you, it's very, very easy to, to understand where you should be spending time and what you should be doing in your in your career and your life. I, I believe work is your life, life is your work. I think the yes. two come together and there's, you know, they say there's over 50% of the population that don't like their jobs. Well, what's wrong with people? What is it we need to do to help people to understand? You have a choice each and every day of your life. They call it the present for a reason. It's a gift. It's a gift. Yesterday is gone. Tomorrow's yet to be. Today is the present. This is your gift. But each day we have a we have a choice. We get to decide how we get up in the morning, what we do after that, and we have choices throughout the day. And I think that's a problem with a lot of women. They don't believe they don't they don't believe they have choices. And again, going back to the whole issue of permission, permission yep. is key. That I don't have to find somebody today to give me permission to be who I am. I don't have to do that, you know. I'm not. Uh, I'm not looking around. I'm not asking you. I'm not. I mean, I'm not going to call anybody later today. What do you think I should do? You think I should be me today? <laughs> <laughs> but you know what, Nancy? That's exactly what. Like, I mean, to me, it's so simple, and yet it's so profound. The freedom that comes with this epiphany, and I see this happen. I mean, I literally watch women just break down in tears, going. you're right, why have I been waiting for somebody to give me permission? I don't need to. And But they needed permission to to do that, right? Like it's almost like that moment from somebody like you or me or whoever else is out there, just to give them that. And this is important to me because I'm hearing you use the word choose, choose, choice, choice, and every day is a choice. And I am saddened when I, and I work with many and women around the world, but I have to say it's so simple, it's common sense, but it's not common practice what I see, and that is I have stood by my boundaries and my rules for myself. I have non-negotiables, Nancy, that took me years to put into place, but mine is I choose joy. Every opportunity and every choice, every client, everything I choose to do comes with a choice of joy. Does this bring me joy? And when I can say yes to that, I'm 
fully engaged and playing full out. If I say no, it wasn't supposed to be. And I think you pegged it when even the people were around. And I think women, again, even more than men, how are you spending your discretionary time? We end up giving so much of our time away, even on the weekends, and we wonder why we're depleted and miserable because it was with another emotional vampire. I know I'm kind of brash, Nance. I use words, but I'm like, I, li- I like you know? that. I like that. Emotional vampire. You're an emotional va- vampire. That's what you are. Yes, yeah, they suck like the life out of you. Yeah. I mean, are you no, spending well, time with pe- people that lift you up or drain you? Yeah. Well, we, we've got to create boundaries for ourselves. And, and no is a good word. I mean, you do. women do need to use the word no, especially for things that do help them to create the boundaries. And, and yeah, I mean, again, the, some of these things are so simple, but yet, Again, just having a mentor, you know, the, the, I believe you should be a mentor and get a mentor. That's the way it should be. I mean, we all need coaches and cheerleaders, and I think that's part of it. Surround yourself with cheerleaders. Surround mm-hmm. yourself with people who are going to lift you up and be your cheerleader because you can turn around and be their cheerleader too. I mean, the thing is it's a, it's a cooperative, collaborative effort. No, you know, nobody gets anywhere by themselves. I mean, there are some I, me, and mine people, and those people are very boring, and I don't like to spend time with them because it's I, me, and mine instead of the people say, we did this, and we accomplished that, and we did this together because it, there, there's nobody that can say I, me, or mine. Truly, truly, truly. cannot say it, you know, because totally. there's somebody that's off to the side or the back or standing behind them that helped them to be who they are that day, even even when they showed up that day. So, you know, mm. I mean, we're all connected. That's the other thing. I think that's uh, so, I mean, that connection, though, and, again, acts of kindness are long, long remembered, and, and acts of non-kindness are re- long, long remembered, too. But, you know what, we could talk all morning. We I know. I, I can I can feel that right now. And uh, I, I guess we're, we're going we're gonna to meet in Scottsdale, and I think we're going to be talking again uh, sometime in the future, too. I don't know the date. but, yeah. but tell, You oh, are. You're going to be a guest on my show, my friend. I, know, I can't I wait. <laughs> this, was, this was about you. And so I want – we didn't get one Hollyism. I'm like, I can't stop until we do a Hollyism or two. What, give me your very best Hollyism. Oh, I love that question. And by the way, you're going to be getting my book in the mail. Um, I am going to tell you the number one that has been my mantra my whole life, give without remembering, receive without forgetting. Oh, wow. I like that. I like that. In in one of my rooms in my in my home here in California, I have a, a, a card that someone gave me, but then I went ahead and framed it. And it really is, it does say, an act of kindness is, is long forgotten, is not forgotten. Hmm. And I thought that is probably the most important thing I can think of is that just the simple things, you know, that we can do for other people, uh, you know, and, and it's right. Like I said, never, for, never forget what people have never forgotten. I totally, you know, and that's and just so you know that and just to add to that, the Hollyism to me, Nancy, have been and that's what's really important was that it's a wonderful book that it's a journal too and it's just filled with the inspirations that have been a part of keeping me going through the good times and the rough times. And I always tell people, find something that's sacred for you that you can tuck away, put in your bag, in your purse. It can stay by your bedside. But when you're having one of those days, I always say just open it up, just take a moment, pause, pray, meditate, whatever you do, close your eyes, and then just be ready for whatever the universe is going to show you that moment. Open up the book, and then whatever that is, let it just kind of be the thing for the day and just write what that means to you. 
That's all. Yeah. That's what that was intended to be. Yeah. And the, and the other thing I think that women uh, can do and do without any any forethought is to ask for help. Not only oh. to give help, but to also ask for help. So that is also another very very important variable that when I talk with women is that you know asking for help basically because you know the thing is typically when you help someone you, you they're going to turn around and help you someday. I mean you, it always works. Everything that we put out there comes back to us threefold. So does. And I mean, just thinking that coming from you too, people can be reminded of that, right? It's like, look at all the people around you that you are being drawn to, that have something that you go, oh, I want to hear more. I want to know more. Take it and share it. You know, it's like, keep being a beacon of light in this world and nothing will be able to take that away from you. You don't give that away. You get to hold that space. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, you didn't. You you probably didn't know that, but I'm going to tell you. You're now a part of the leading women community, and uh, <laughs> we we want to help and support you any way we can to help you to be successful and get your message out. So that is the goal of Women Connect for Good. That is the goal of what we we do. We we're building a community of healthy women, strong, healthy women who want to help each other, and you fit so well into that mission and that passion of mine. So. Holly, mm-hmm. I, I can't wait to continue our relationship. I, I can't wait to meet you in Scottsdale, and you can come see my beautiful horses. And, oh, uh, I can't wait. That will be wonderful. But uh, tell us a little, how, how can they learn more about you, your website, and, and books and things that you want people to know about? Oh, thank you. And I can't wait to see you again. Um, I, and thank you. What an honor. I just paused when you just said the leading women community. I am honored. And you just let me know. On my website, hollydowling.com. You can go to the website. Actually, Nancy, for the people that will be listening, there is a button on there. Click for your free gift, and it will oh. give you a link. Yeah, it will give you a link to a wonderful um, a podcast that has been long archived, but it's still one of the favorites. And so it's just one that will give you um, a lift, and it's still like an all-time favorite. So free gift there, and it will also generate a coupon for the book. And, um, you know, I just I love to know that we have the reason I live by Choose Joy, celebration of you. So um, thank you. Thank you for just the gift of being in my life and all that we can continue to do to be servants and messengers. So anybody, reach out, go to the website, post a comment, leave me a message. I personally read them. Yeah. Uh, so it's a beautiful website, extremely, and there's lots and lots of uh, all the podcasts people can go in and listen to. So congratulations. Uh, continued success in all things you do. Many blessings. Uh, we will be in touch and uh, I look forward to future conversations. 